Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Who are those ladies standing over there? Don't you know that's Lenny and Jesse Ware? Lenny and Jesse Ware? There. They both got hair and both eat food and both have underwear. Lenny, 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 Jesse, 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 Jesse. Hello and welcome from Latitude in sunny Suffolk. How are you feeling, Mum? I'm hot, darling. I've never heard that before. You've never heard it before? No, it must have been all that preparing of the food, darling. I think this is our first and last podcast we're going to be doing together, live. Why, darling? Because... Have you found it too stressful? I find you too stressful. I don't find the performance too... That's strange, darling, because you were doing your makeup and your hair while we were stressing. Someone needs to put the, you know, pizzazz. (laughs) Glamour on. I thought we were going to have hair and makeup. Mum, I don't even have hair and makeup, and I was performing on the main stage. That's what we need. That's where you're going wrong, darling. Anyway, we are backstage in a hot room waiting to see if anybody turns up. Yeah, someone has definitely sat on some of the cupcakes. Alex is going to have a nervous breakdown. They've flattened some out. Thank God they were not the best ones. They were the reserves, but they are flat. And then Becky said, let's squidge them all down. I said, he'll kill you because he bought a piper on, uh, to pipe on the buttercream. But they weren't in the fridge last night. So we could be giving Adam Buxton food poisoning. Is that what you're saying? Give food poisoning with a cake, darling. The cured salmon, maybe. (laughs) But not the cake. Anyway, we are going to be coming up in the speakeasy tent in about, what, 20 minutes? 20 minutes. How are we going to get the food out and on the plate? Mum, it's really easy. You just carry it from the fridge and you put it on a table. The cake tray. Malcolm's cake tray's here. This is the thing I'm learning about my mum. She delegates. No, no, no. I tell you But, what, like, very authoritatively. No, no, no. When you get older, you like to have preparation. I didn't realise we had ten minutes to get everything out. We're not, like, working on the pass. It's like we've got some cakes to put on a tray. Okay, whatever. Um, he's not going to eat them anyway. Come in. Well, we've just been told Adam Buxton has not arrived yet, and it's 20 minutes before showtime. So we may just be uh, performing. Cakes and the cured salmon on our own. Which actually will be fine because it's really delicious. Um, yeah, Adam Buxton coming up at Latitude. First podcast live with Table Manners with me and my darling mother.
gratitude. This is amazing. This is a big deal for us. This is unedited. Oi vey! Thank you so much for coming. Um, this is a lot of people. You got to speak Jessie. more into the. A lot of people here, Jesse. Uh, how are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. What's on the menu today, Mum? <laughs> Should we go through? This was a challenge, darling, because the person who's on the podcast doesn't eat cheese. Make him feel really welcome. Yeah, Mum. I'm going to. I'm going to ask how he lives without cheese. To be honest, so we've got a cheeseless quiche, which might or might not taste very good. Can one say that is a frittata with a crust? Yeah. Okay, fine. And then I've made. I cured salmon in gin and beetroot, and I think that. Ooh. And I think that. Can that I get a? I think that tastes okay. And your brother has absolutely done a masterpiece on... Alex, Pudding Bay, if you listen to the podcast. He's He's made elderflower and lemon cupcakes and blonde chocolate brownies. We did the elderflower... Well, I say we. I didn't do anything. Nothing, darling. I just bring the talent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. no, we, we, um, we, <laughs> Alex, uh, we, we, I'm going to say we, sod it, it's a team effort. Um, we did cupcakes, lemon and elderflower, because I believe that was Meghan and Harry's uh, wedding, wedding cake. cake. So we thought, you know, we'd make it a little bit of a royal occasion. I'm slightly worried about that salmon being a bit sweaty and us giving Adam Buxton um, food poisoning, but we will be gone by the time it kicks in, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I've already said who's coming on the show and on our first live podcast, and I don't think he needs much of an introduction. He's a writer, comedian, actor, musician, I think we can all say, and, and also kind of one of the most prolific and brilliant podcasters out there. So we have a, um, a lot to ask him about and to learn. To learn, definitely. Please give it up for Adam Buxton. <laughs> You've brought your laptop. I'm just going to send some emails. I'll be with you. (laughs) It's just the reception here is way better than it is in the uh, (laughs) tent where I am. No, I I need notes. That's the secret to podcasting for me. Really? Is notes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, well... Look now at this. Okay, noted. Okay. Now, now it's we know. not very good, though. I mean, because the table is so beautiful, and the laptop slightly spoils the aesthetic. Doesn't Look, matter. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna close this. Watch out! <laughs> oh God! We're off. Who notes. knows what could happen? Yeah. Can I get you a drink? Yes, please. Okay, so we have a, a punch there, and then we have something with a Russian standard vodka, something or other Mate. here, or we have bubbles. What would oh, you like? You... And you have like a Game of Thrones goblet. Sure. With some water in it. Yeah, I mean, what do you fancy? Uh, I'm tempted to mix three things together. <laughs> a shit mix! Lovely! That's what you, I used to do when I was 12. I, I loved it. I like doing that too. Yeah. And my uh, fascination and enjoyment of mixing things together extended one day to experimenting with some cleaning products in the sink oh my God. while my parents were out. This is an early memory of, uh, like, when I think about how stupid I am, I think... Yeah, it maybe started there when I did the experimenting with the cleaning products. Because, you know, if you look at the cleaning products, they all say, do not mix. Of course. That's number one on the instructions. (laughs) And so I mixed some bleach and some, I don't know, some other cleaner. And I immediately got a great deal of ammonia. (laughs) And then I I inhaled it. 
And you can, I, I don't know if you can die, but you can definitely hurt yourself really badly. And it hurt. And I thought, oh no, I'm going to die now. Well, you didn't actually drink it. You just didn't. I didn't drink it, okay. no. So you didn't actually put any like juice in there or anything like no, that? No, there was no juice. Okay. That would have made it nicer. Yeah, it would have. A bit of guava. But no, it was just uh, plain bleach and uh, cleaning fluid. Lovely. And then I just had to lie down. And every time I breathed, my lungs hurt. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'm going to die. And I'm only eight. <laughs> <laughs> and then my parents came back and I didn't want to tell them because I was too embarrassed because I knew how, even then I knew, wow, this is a new, I've set the bar pretty high for stupidity here. So I can't um, tell them. But that's not going to happen when I mix these. Well, okay, you are going to mix them? Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, brilliant. Now, um, can I ask, you've been here for a few days. You've, yes. been, you've done the full latitude experience. Yeah, we're, this is the fullest latitude experience I have ever done. And... I've been coming here for 10 years. 10 years ago was the first time I did a show at Latitude. Let me get that for you. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like a king. Look at me. Thank you so much. Thank you, my queen. <laughs> Darling, I don't know which is the most alcoholic. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, darling. Just a little bit, thank you. That's nice. Lovely, is thanks. That is good. Do you want to do what yeah, Adam's I do, done? actually. So okay. what have I mixed here? I've mixed... I have no idea. I have no idea. It's like a, it's like like a slushy like berry slushy something thing. with some vodka and some lemony... Wow. I, I'd say it's a kind of like a festival Cosmo. Nice. Yeah. And there's almost no ammonia coming off this wow. at all. So I'm laughing. Cheers, look Cheers, Cheers, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Mum. Nice to Cheers. meet you. Very delicious. Thanks um, for having so me. So, yeah, tell me, tell yeah, me about so your festival. It's been good. We are camping in a kind of gated community. Perfect. <laughs> but I hasten to add that within the gated community, there are echelons of luxury, right? And we are in the sort of council estate of the gated community, <laughs> which is the teepees, right? And so oh, the, you poor thing. I'm so sorry. The teepees, which are nice, but they don't, like, the, the, the ground sheet does not join up with the body of the teepee. Mm -hmm. So there is free access for all the creepy crawlies of the world. Oh, right. Yeah. And the first night I woke up and um, I had all the ants with, in, on my face. It's like I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't mind it. Because yeah. it's always been my ambition to go on the show. Would you actually go on it? You know what? I say that. I did get the call. And when I sat down to discuss it with my wife, who is over there, my wife. Hi, yeah. And, uh, woo, and woo, uh, my daughter. Lovely, woo. <laughs> um, <laughs> they both counseled me strongly that it would be insane. Insane. But I still, I mean, the, the, the main why thing. Why would for me, it be insane? Would you be well, scared the, or would you, get, would you get stuck into it? No, the, the, to be serious, the insanity would be the level of exposure and how, how unmanageable it is. I know Ian Lee, uh, who went on last year, mm -hmm. and he's a nice guy and he came on my podcast, and, but he's a very sensitive man and he's often getting in all sorts of scrapes on his radio show and on Twitter and. And I thought, wow, you shouldn't go on. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. But anyway, he did. And he did fairly well, even though he was embroiled in a uh, very exciting yeah. contretemps about yeah. making strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> and that somehow, that somehow morphed into uh, a whole bullying scandal very quickly. Yeah. That's the way the modern media works. 
And when he got back, he suddenly found himself fodder for the tabloids, you know, and that's a very scary, mm. unmanageable... But he did come third, didn't he, I think? Did he? Yeah, quite high up. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, he did quite Ask well. Mum any trivia on any reality any, show and any, she will give it yeah. to you. Do you like I'm a Celebrity, Lenny? I like that, but I, the one thing I have to draw a line at is Love Island, oh, that Jesse is addicted no. to. no. Have you been watching Love Island? Not on a regular basis. So you've dipped your, your toe? I, not my toe. <laughs> a whole leg? But I see it, I've seen it. I know what you're talking... What's your objection, Lenny? It's, it's just people in swimming pool, swimming you costumes... have it. I did, you made me watch it the other you, week. No, what happened, you didn't let me watch it. Okay, so that's right. So that's why you didn't watch it. But it was a lot of people in swimming costumes who want to have sex. That was the pitch. Yes. That was the original right? pitch, yes. It's great. I live vicariously through them. I love it. Is that what we've come to, darling? It's great, Mum. Okay. You need to just chill out okay, and actually watch out. it. Have you been watching it? <laughs> See these intellectuals? We're at Latitude. It's all middle-class intellect, you know. They're humouring you, darling. Oh, please. Are they smoking as much this year as they were last year? No, they're watch, not, actually. Are they not? No. Because no. there was a lot of smoking. I feel like all the budget's gone on, like, super drug makeup and uh, <laughs> rather than fags. That's what I think's right, gone on. Right, right, right. Um, Would you ever do a show like that? Well... Jesse. Um, <laughs> if not, I wasn't not, uh, not married... Not Love Island, necessarily, uh, but, I mean, uh, but... If they did Celebrity Love... No, I'm joking. I'm a celebrity? I got asked to do um, that... Celebrity Island Bear Grylls one, mm. and I was like, "You having a effing laugh?" You see, I would do that. No, because they would see what a Jewish princess I am, and that I, 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 I'm scared of the dark. I'm definitely scared of bugs. So the idea of doing that is just like hell on earth to me. So I wasn't going to go and show people think you know Jesse, the people's princess. I've just coined that, uh, you know. <laughs> people's princess. Don't, don't know what. Don't know what you think about that one. You know, relatable <laughs> Jess. I'm not going to ruin that by showing that I'm an absolute stroppy Jewish princess nightmare on TV. Thank you very much. Mm. I'd be like Gemma Collins when she like walked off. Um, I'm a celeb, so yeah. No, I'm not. Do doing you that. get wound up? You, would you get wound up by the other personalities? Would you have fights with them? I mean, I watched, what's that guy? Um, you in what's-his-face, the very successful runner, triathlon guy. What's his name? Human you Thomas. Thomas. I'm so, is that, it, was he on? Was it him that was on? And he was like a Neanderthal, and he was just kind of so bossy and was going, no, we're going this way. Am I getting the right guy, by the way? And he was like, we're going this way, and we're going to chop the wood this way. Oh, he yeah, so I remember him. He was an alpha but man. It was, yeah, yeah, alpha, yeah. And I kind of loved it, but no, I definitely have a word with him. But back to your festival. Yeah. I love, this has turned into Adam interviewing me, so this is brilliant. Um, uh, I've always wanted to be on your podcast. Um, but, uh, but can we uh, talk about your food experience in the festival? Have you sure. eaten well? Uh... I've eaten sort of unadventurously. I mean, you will maybe discover that the theme of my whole relationship with food throughout my life up to this point has been a total lack of uh, adventure. And I'm really quite... Oh, really? Like, I stick to things, and I like a, a routine. I have the same thing most days. And what is that? Friday night is definitely going to be a sort of tuna thing, tuna steak with some uh, rice. And I was talking about how I cook rice... On a, on a podcast recently with Tim Key, and it, I got more feedback from how I cook rice okay. than anything else I've ever talked how about. How do you as cook a rice? Well, I, it's all gonna, I'm gonna stir it all up again okay. now. So I was just describing how I make rice to Tim Key, and then, and then I repeated it at a gig, and, and the audience was gasping. Well, let's see what happens here. Okay. So, what I do 
is I, get, I like fill a this half full uh, pot of water from the tap. Yeah. I don't know if you have taps. And then I stick it, it'll be hot water just to speed the process of, right? I do that Hot too. water from the tap? Sure. Oh, wow. Oh, not, boi not boiling yeah. water from a kettle? No. Hot water from the tap. Okay. And then I stick it on the heat. And then while it's heating up, I'll stick some rice in. I'll get a handful of Uncle Ben's, yep. stick it in there. <laughs> yeah. And when I was talking about this the other day, someone in the audience went, Uncle, can I, I won't swear. Let's keep it clean. Oh, okay. Uncle Ben. I don't think I have. That's, shh. And I, I thought, whoa, easy. Yeah. It's a bit racist. <laughs> that was, that was someone in the audience that actually suggested that line. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I stick it in there and then wait for it to sort of simmer and boil away. And yeah. then I'll taste it every now and again. And when it tastes all right, then I'll put it in a sieve, run it under some cold water, yeah. get all the bits off. Is it gloopy? Is it? Gloopy? Well, there's, there's a, a bit of foam on there. So Friday night, it's yeah. tuna and some rice yeah. and this, this sauce that... Um, my wife makes with like uh, sun-dried tomatoes Ooh, and some garlic and basil lovely. and balsamic and some Ooh, chilies. Nice. Sounds fabulous. And it's very good. And it was the most adventurous thing that we'd eaten up to that point. Like previously, Friday night was tuna pasta night. I love tuna. With, with mayonnaise or tomato? Tomato. Okay. Ketchup. Oh, my word. Adam. There we go. Now I've alienated them. Oh, my God. Are you freaking out at looking at cured salmon right now, then? It's exciting. No, I, I mean, exciting. I feel like I'm open-minded. I'm not anti all these things. I'm just sort of lazy. Like in Goodfellas, at the end of Goodfellas, you remember, when he goes off to be in the Witness Protection Program, uh -huh. Ray Liotta, and he's moaning about oh, how his life's going to be different. He's saying, I'm not even going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to get... Uh, when I order uh, spaghetti bolognese, they're not going to give me the proper Italian stuff. It's just going to be spaghetti with... Um, tomato sauce or like, ketchup. I'm thinking, yeah, that sounds all right, man. <laughs> I'll be in the witness protection program. So, so what's um, that's Friday night and that special night. That is. So what's, yeah. what's going on on Monday to? Well, it's changed recently Thursday. because we got this company that delivers boxes, menu boxes. Oh yeah, yeah. There's lots of them. Yeah. Should I say the yeah, name? Yeah, fuck it. We'll yeah. Oh, sorry. We'll probably we'll get them Easy. to sponsor. Riverford Farm. They're oh, they're good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, because I was thinking, I, I was talking to lots of people on my podcast, and a lot of them were vegan or vegetarian, and I thought maybe, I, and, and a lot of them made a good case for it, and I thought, wow, I should really investigate, because I had a very lazy attitude to what that kind of food would be like and how boring it would be. And so I just got the vegan and vegetarian menu boxes from Riverford Farm. Oh, it's, and it's okay. It's good, tasty. And I'm enjoying, you know, if you put enough ketchup on... Yeah, I think so. It tastes just like ketchup, and it's really... Have you never been a foodie? No. What about your family when you're growing up? Besides ammonia, what else do yeah, you Yeah, no, like not really. Have? My mum's my go-to meal was, uh, you know, things in tins. Oh, so really? tinned spaghetti, and that was back in the day pre-BSE, where you'd have little bits of meat in tinned products. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the mini sausages yeah. in the tomato Love sauce. It. And yes, the thank you. Yeah. So we'd have things like that. Fish fingers every other night, which I probably still do. And 
instant mash, you know, because the robots were advertising it. <laughs> I like them. I wanted to support the robots. So we got instant mash. And I remember, and there would be peas, frozen peas. Eat the peas. God, they're boring. Get them out of the way. And then construct a kind of devil's tower out of the mash and the uh, fish fingers, wow. like a fish pie. So it was like art class. It was like, oh, again, another film reference, the bit in Close Encounters where he goes nuts and makes uh, a tower out of his fish fingers and mash. So your, your dad was a wine critic? He was towards, towards the uh, okay. last half of his life. Yeah, okay. yeah. He loved his wine. So was he a foodie? I mean, I think so. Did he like to eat, like, uh, drink a really great... He did. Carmineri with a fish finger? Or? He, uh, yeah, uh, what was the... I can't even remember the brand of wine that he particularly liked. But he would go out to restaurants a lot, I suppose, as part of his job as a writer for the uh, travel section of the Sunday Telegraph, as he was. And um, so he would eat enjoyable meals that way. Yeah. But when he was at home, there was not a lot of adventurous cooking going on. He would make this kind of... In- boring prison-type stew with just bits of old meat and, uh, you know, some... There would just be soft bits of carrot and mashed potato in there, and it was very... It was dull. Right. You know, and maybe he'd pour a bit of wine in to try and pretend that it was gastronomic, but that was it. What was it like when you'd go around to your friends' houses for dinner? Uh, Would you be that person that they'd have to, like, get the fish fingers ready or would it be like you'd be like yeah sure I'll try it no I would th- I, I wouldn't expect special treatment I just wouldn't eat it okay, <gasps> okay. Uh, but my main problem was cheese which, okay, I, yes. which I still don't like we need to talk like. about this is it because you're intolerant or is it because well I guess <laughs> I mean, you I'm kind in, of are intolerant. as a person <laughs> yeah. I'm intolerant yeah. certainly I'm not like uh, medically I don't think I think I could eat it because again to go back to I'm a celebrity I like the Bush Tucker trial because I feel as if I could definitely eat all those things. You could? Yeah. I'd be fine with it. I, would be, I wouldn't want to eat the animals so much. Like when I say animals, like some of the big spiders, you start feeling sorry for them. You know what I mean? Cockroaches, not so much because no. they're not sympathetic. No. But that's, again, that's a bit racist. But we, we've been wondering about a life without cheese, how oh, yeah. you live, really. That yeah. could be your memoir, A Life Without <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> Yeah, it's not, I mean, I don't like cheese at all. I can see, obviously, the point of it. And I, I envy people who get to eat pizza because that looks like one of the great fun. So when did you realise you didn't like cheese? Very early on, I remember going into the fridge and getting, is it Primula, the triangles? Dairy Lee. Dairy Lee, yeah. A squeezable, you know. So yeah. I would sort of nip off a corner and squeeze, squeeze some out like toothpaste. <laughs> And try a bit of that and then think, nah, not really. Not proper cheese. And that's barely then. cheese, is that's it? That's not cheese, no. no that's yeah, but that distant. would put me off if I was just eating Dairy Lee, I think. But then I have tried other cheeses since then and no. No? Nah. So you're going... Because they smell like death, right? I mean, it sometimes, is... Sometimes, but I feel like sometimes if it smells like death, it's even more delicious. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. How, I, how do you Good feel? Good Are there cheese. any non-cheese eaters in the audience? Look at you all, like, meekly putting your hand up like that. Um, uh, but you're, I mean, if you don't mind me saying, you're going to France for one of your summer holidays. Sure. Um, and you don't eat... Do you eat red meat? Uh, well, less and less. I don't feel as if I... I mean, I haven't for a long time. So what are you going to eat in France? Well, fish, 
I do okay, like fish. Fine. Okay, fine. I would be. I, I would find it difficult to give up fish. Okay. But um, yeah, fish. And actually, now that I think of it, France is different <laughs> rules, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I go and I do have a bit of a Scooby snack, which is like a massive ham sandwich in the afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. Oh Why not? With some nice Delicious, French yeah. bread. and. Speaking of sandwiches, I was listening to one of your podcasts, and I think it was with, uh, I think it was the Louis Theroux one, and one of them. And <clears throat> you were talking about bringing food to public places. Oh, yeah. The turkey, Christmas turkey sandwich in the cinema. Yes. I love a Christmas sandwich. We've talked about this before. It's the best, best sandwich. Meal. The prep yeah. Christmas sandwich is probably... Oh, no, actually, I think the M&S one's better, actually. But I- I'll never have another one now because I got food poisoning off one. No, you didn't. Yeah, off the turkey stuffing sandwich. <gasps> and, yes, as you say, I talked to Edgar Wright, the film director, about this, and me and Edgar went to see uh, a, s- a film called Sunshine, um, directed by Danny Boyle, who was wandering around here yesterday. In oh, fact. was he? And um, I uh, very quietly got out my sandwich, because I know it's not cool to eat in the cinema, technically, yeah. especially not noisy or smelly food. So this was both. <laughs> and it was noisy and smelly. And looking back on it, it must have been off, I think. Because I got food poisoning very quickly. In the cinema? By the end of the film, I, was, I had the shakes. Oh, and it wasn't just because of what was happening in the film. Oh, man. Did anyone bring a picnic? I did ask people to bring their, sa- oh, their lunch. Amazing. Hello. My crazy fans that follow me everywhere. You have united. How are you doing? You two, I mean, I'm all right. You two came, like, you flew in from um, America, came to Barcelona. I was playing at, like, 12 o'clock at night. The next day, were you on, like, a low-cost airline to get here? Ryanair, man. And you didn't sleep. And then you were here, and now you're here. When do you go back? When do you go to back to America? On Wednesday. Oh, on Wednesday. Okay. No, don't leave me alone. I love seeing you everywhere. Uh, no, it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, Hannah. Just um, please stay behind the barrier. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Now, we, um, table manners, social etiquettes, that's what we like to talk about. We don't have that many. Um, now, a, a friend of mine, Orlando Weeks, who actually played here, he was, he, uh, he was in the band The Maccabees. Oh, yeah. And it, I said, he said, have a really good latitude. You know, you're, you're interviewing Adam Buxton. I love him. Quite right. And he said that he invited you because you've been so important to him writing his book, The Gritter Man. Oh, and yeah. And he'd, he'd emailed or something and said, you know, 
it would be such a pleasure. To, I know you live down the road. Yeah. Um, would you like to come and see us at Latitude? And then he felt very embarrassed because you were already on the bill. So he felt very, very embarrassed about oh. this. But he said something, and I haven't listened to this one because I couldn't find it, but about the family buffet. Yeah. Can well, we talk the, about the, this? I, 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 in fact, it was in the first podcast I did with Louis, I think. And it was just about the question of whether it's okay to, you know, you got, you got your package deal, uh, you're on holiday, you got two meals as part of the deal. Yeah. Um, one of them is breakfast if you want, and there's a big buffet. So it seems like a no-brainer to go there with your backpack and oh. make your lunch while after you've had your breakfast. And you make a load of sandwiches... Bit of yeah, a cup, stuff a couple of bananas in there. Take some extra rolls just in case. And this, you know, if you've got young children, you'd be insane not to. And so I described that situation to Louis, and he didn't agree with me. And you're giving me the same sort of face <laughs> now. It's not is very British, is it? I don't care. <laughs> you think? But anyway, I you think you do it, it. Yes. You look like you come, like you come prepared. Like you've got the fold-out chair too, and your picnic. I bet. Did you steal it from the B and B this morning? Amazing. <laughs> because I feel as if that food is going to go to waste. They are not going to recycle that food. And if I'm coming in at the tail end of the buffet, and the whole thing is still laden with yum, yummy rolls and stuff. So it's strategic. You go at the end. Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've, got, I've got all the angles covered, and. Uh, Louis was saying, why don't you just go and rifle through the bins then? <laughs> and I said, well, that's not the same at all. I mean, they, they will throw this food away. And uh, that's not the reason I'm doing it. But it, is, it does make me feel better about it that I may be transgressing some sort of Jesse, you'd go mad with etiquette. me if I did that. Yeah, no, no, I know. You would not allow me What's, to do it. Why, I just would be why like... Could, mm. The embarrassment. The embarrassment. I think we've definitely been in a lat when we went to a lat. <gasps> God, uh, it's a kind of it's a place in Israel, and uh, it's kind of like it's a free for all. It's really. a free for all, yeah. and you, you, the buffets and mum would be tut tutting when she'd see people shoving rolls in there. In there, but there listen. was one lady was putting eight grapefruits in a, a straw hat to take out. That's for something different. That's that, I, it was unbelievable. She had eight grapefruits. And you felt very judged because you were asking for more wine and no Jews really drink that much. So yeah, it was a really. Eight, it wasn't, it see, wasn't a great Eight grapefruits holiday. is too many grapefruits. I think it is. You, I, you only need... Two. Three. <laughs> three. But no, you don't do it like... You're not taking the mick. You're not just sort of slapping people in the face who don't appreciate that kind of thing. You're not going up to them no. and going, I got a bun and I'm going to steal it and have it later, you idiot. Why yeah, don't you do the, that? It's the stealth that you have That's to go I'm to. That's what I'm yeah. doing. That. I'm doing but it do stealthily. Just, but do you do it stealthily or do you say, I'm entitled to my eight buns, no. I'm going to butter them up, make no. the sandwich, put them in my bag. It's maximum so stealth. So tell me how you would so do you it. So you have it. Mission you Impossible in your head playing. It is, totally. I've got, first of all, I've, you know, you open the bag a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And then you get, you, you line the bag with some napkins. And then you sort of go over there and you, you've got your plate for your breakfast. So you get your plate and then you're sort of thinking... Oh, that looks nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at this. Um, 
I'm looking at this. And then, hey, look, there's a guy I know. How's it going, man? I'm just going to reach down to my bag. And, put and now the in. thing is Slip in my bag. In. I just dropped it in there. That's okay. The bag is lined with napkins, so it's not an issue. <laughs> nice to see you. Okay, take care. And then do it like that. So you keep their eyes level with yours as you slip it yeah. down into the And you bag. only do this with food? Yes. Okay. And then the other technique you can use is sort of hiding in plain sight and just do it absolutely brazenly. But do it nice, you know. You're not sort of stuffing it in there. You're just, just thinking... I kind of paid for this. This is part of the package. Okay. You can eat as much as you want, it says. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do. And I don't really yeah. care about the semantics of it. I felt slightly awkward because I'd ordered breakfast um, today and it was a free breakfast. And, and I made my brother go back to get extra toast for my daughter because I thought that I'd look really greedy. And they would be like, you don't need that extra bit of toast. So I, may, I feel very British about everything like that. Do the family get involved and help you on the mission? No, they, are, they do get embarrassed, yes. It would be fair to say that they're embarrassed. But listen, the embarrassment is worn off by lunchtime <laughs> when the sandwich king opens up his hobo bag. And produces the fruits of, of the morning's conquests. Then, suddenly, I'm the king of the whole world. <laughs> Who wants another ham roll? I've got several. Amazing, amazing. But you can't really do that in very hot climates. I find you can. <laughs> sweaty ham. Sweaty, a bit like our sweaty salmon over here. Um, we haven't got any plates, I feel, actually, actually I yeah. also feel like this is a bit weird. You know, we haven't done this before, and the idea... How do you feel about eating in front of 600 people? Because yeah. I feel a bit weird. awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I weird. feel like, if anything, Maybe I'm going to go for the brownie. Out, yeah. um, uh, uh, I mean, you can kind of see what we've got, but we've yes. got a, a cheeseless... Uh, a cheeseless quiche. quiche That's for very you. thoughtful. Thank you. Uh, some olives, some uh, decorative cherry tomatoes. Olives? Yeah. No thanks. Cherry tomatoes? No thanks. <gasps> <laughs> Talk about picky eater. Oh my god, I love it. You're like a three. You're like my daughter. Yeah. No. 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 Do you uh, like cakes? Cakes? Yeah. I'm fine with cakes. Okay, okay. you can have the cake. Start with the cake. Well, you're welcome um, to no, have a cake. I mean, I'm going to have... I'm going to try yeah. this try it salmon. Tell me what it's why like. Why is it red? Because why is half I of it red and half of it... Is that what happens to salmon when it gets sad? I cured it in beetroot. You cured it in beetroot? I cured it in beetroot and gin. Why would you do that? Because it has to be cured in something and it makes it a beautiful colour. What was I... wrong with it that it needed curing? <laughs> That's an old food... That's very joke. That's now great. I want to make sure. I, I imagine I'm you've never heard. Very that. clever. I've just right. spilt water near your laptop, but not on it. So right. I'm just going to make no sure worries. it's okay. I'm going to try this. This is amazing. So I've never had go. salmon cured in beetroot gin. Tell me what it's like. What do you think, Jess? It, I like. I'm it tastes very much apple. of salmon. You have you tasted it even? Yeah. It's really nice. I just like a bit of lemon on there. Well, the and I know you're not supposed to have that. I don't know where the lemon is, but we did bring a lemon. Now, Adam, you don't have to finish that. If it's a bit too fishy. Jessica. No, it's nice. It's Would delicious. you like to try it? It's polite to finish it. Oh, there you go, Adam. Eat it all, Table Adam. manners. Um, it's challenging for not only the audience of your podcast, but also the live audience to just watch us eat. Well, uh, Jessie, if we could get down there, I'd offer it around. You're stealing the buns. Okay, yeah. brilliant. Would anybody like some salmon? You definitely okay. should give them some salmon. Can you get down, Jessie? No, Jesse, don't. You'll kill yourself. Thank you. Would you like to offer it out a bit? Thank you, love. 
they can tell me what they think as well. Would I be badly misjudging this audience if I started lobbing cherry tomatoes? <laughs> Here we go. Festival. You have, to, you have to catch it in your mouth. Middle class festival oh, this fun. Is, this is a classy Cher- Cherry tomato. Here we go. What has happened? Anarchy. What is going on? Over the other side, cherry tomato. Adam Buxton, you're never getting invited over to the house ever again. There's loads more. They'll just yes, go to waste. People are leaving. <laughs> people are leaving, Adam. Cherry tomatoes. Two people leave. They're all going now. The capacity has gone down to 598. Jesus Christ. And then he started to throw cherry tomatoes and I thought, that's enough. (laughs) I was appalled by the buffet story. Appalling in no way funny. And then the cherry tomato hit me in the face and I thought, fuck this, I'm leaving. Can we talk about your your doing? You did a DJ set here. I did at the disco shed. And you also are performing tonight. Yep. Doing Bug doing X. Bug X. Ten years. What's of, the X? Just ten. Oh. That's what you. Did. It makes it sound more exciting. Oh, great. It's like in the olden days when instead of calling something, you know, Terminator Two, it was T Two or. <laughs> 2.0, or it was all that sort of stuff, just to try and make it okay. feel more exciting. Um, so, uh, is anybody coming to see Adam later? Whoa. Jesse, I want to know if they've all survived. What, if we don't give them food poisoning? <laughs> the cherry tomato assault. How was it? Um, oh, no, they're having nice. the salmon. It was lovely, it's right? good, isn't it? She can cook. Um, How do you cure it, then? What's the process? I'm not telling you. Oh. I don't think he gives a shit, but sorry, it's Mum. With, with prayer, no, with gin, salt, sugar, and what do you put and it in? Juniper a, berry. Do you put it in a little? It's in dish? a big plastic thing, and it's been cured for two days. Okay. Yeah. And you just pour a load of gin on it. Quite a bit, about that much. Good one. Yeah. Um, can we just talk a bit about bug? Oh, okay. X. I mean, it's not that exciting. No, just... it is. Okay. Well, it, it, everyone knows what. Bug is, do they? And if they don't, please, can you explain? Uh, uh, We're celebrating 10 years of me showing music videos at the BFI South Bank. And uh, so it's a celebration of kind of left field, low budget, strange, creative music videos that generally don't get seen by that many people. And so I just introduce them, we show them on a big screen, and then I fool around in between, show some bits and pieces that I've made. I read comments a lot of the time that people have left underneath the videos on YouTube. And YouTube comment section is a great place to oh, yes. get perspective. I've been there. Yeah, have you? Yep, I've been there. What have you been there well, reading? Well, if anyone says Fighting anything... for me. A- a- anyone says anything bad about Jesse, I answer back. Do you? Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. 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 So Do you, you have don't... a username then, Mum? What's no, your username? Darling, I've tried to resist. No, you do it mostly you told on Twitter. Yeah, you got into anymore. like a French fight. Like she yeah. started speaking because in French. Because they were to downloading someone. your music for nothing. <laughs> and I told them they were all voleurs and that they were stealing from you. And so they started having a big conversation. In the end, they said, okay, we've gone and bought it. You've upset us in French. It was all in French. Oh. I thought that was pretty good. Um, conflict resolution. What's your username? Do you uh, ever actually write comments yourself? Very, very seldom. And if I do, they're always positive. Okay. <laughs> um, Can you... Uh, you probably shouldn't give your username then or not. Oh, it's just Adam Buxton. Oh, my, okay. use, my username for everything is Oh, oh right, okay, fine. It's not like LaserJizzFace25 or something <laughs> like that. That's my son's username. <laughs> um, 
No, keep it simple. Hold on, would anyone like a cake? One each. Thank you. Adam, would you like a, a, a brownie? What's oh, the brownie mate. that Alex the made? The blondie brownie. Blondie brownie. They look amazing. And a strawberry. I'd love and a one. strawberry. Thanks very much. Okay, fine. Now, mm. would you like to hand these around? I'm sorry at the back if you're not going to get it. But can I ask, because we're table manners, we always ask this question. Uh, death row meal, it's... Um, we wanted to ask who you, if you wanted to give somebody a death row meal and you dislike this person intensely, what would you give them? Uh... Maybe cauliflower cheese. <gasps> what are you talking about? I'm talking I mean, I about guess... how bad cauliflower cheese is. And how it smells bad and it tastes bad and all of it's bad. That's okay, my so main that, thing. Would that be a side or would that point. be a starter or a main? Look, they're getting up and leaving. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like cauliflower, Huge cauliflower cheese. That's fans. enough. We're leaving. <laughs> cauliflower cheese, it's delicious. It's like a white brain that's had all the energy sucked out of it and then it's been covered in some puke. What's not to like? What else would be on there? Uh, any, you know, anything cheesy, I suppose. Okay. But uh, the whole death row meal thing I find confusing because if I was on death row, I don't think I would have that much of an appetite. That's what I always say. That's, so I think a better question, your last meal before you go on a desert island for six months. Right, okay. Before you go on I'm a Celeb, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I went on Bear Grylls Island, that would be important because you've got to bulk sauce. up. Because oh, you're, yeah. you're on there for four weeks. Yeah. You are blazing through your energy reserves. Mm. The people that do badly on that show are like the guy you mentioned before, the athletes. Because they've got no body fat. They've got like 2% body fat because yeah. they're so fit. So you see the really fit people on those shows and they struggle. In, within two days, they're wilting because they've got no reserves. No reserves. But Buckles has I'd got all like right. Us, <laughs> yeah, I've got reserves. And then I could add some reserves before I went. Yeah, you'd and need to. Because then you're, then you're jolly throughout. And speaking of jolly, Dom Jolly did it, right? And he's got reserves. So he was fine. His energy levels were good. And then, uh, so that's, that's the technique. But what would I eat before? I don't know. Uh, I do like... Have you ever been to a restaurant called Prêt-à-Manger? <laughs> My favourite. I love it. They've got some very good things nice there. I like to order the... Christmas uh, sandwich. Le Rossin de Crap. <laughs> it is very nice. It has a, a beautiful uh, duck... Tastes so beautiful, and it's a nice wrap, and inside as well, there's a cucumber. <laughs> it's a triangle of a cucumber inside. Beautiful, so nice they do it. And there's also a uh, tuna salad that's quite nice there. I take off the olives because they are so shit. He doesn't eat olives. I just, we've absolutely Actually done this wrong. Least we've ruined. person in the whole <laughs> yeah, world. I didn't yeah. know that you were For a the least podcast. <laughs> Sorry about you that. You know, it's fine. It's hysterical. You moved from London. Where did you grow up in London? Uh, Earl's Court. Oh, okay. Yeah, off the Earl's Court Road. Good oh, Lebanese. Fab. Right. We didn't, we didn't avail ourselves of the Lebanese. Okay. Because we had fish fingers. Oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was nice. I liked... Uh, and you've moved to... Outside Norwich. Outside Norwich. Yeah. What, uh, did you just get sick of the big smoke? That's where my wife and her family are from. Uh-huh. So she blackmailed me at a certain point about having more children. Oh, right, okay. And um, so I said, all right, well, I'll give in to your demands if we can go and live in the country. 
and that's what we did. And how is life there? Do you it's love nice. It? I mean, you do. It is. I, you are isolated. Essentially, we're out in the middle of nowhere, so there are times when you you go a bit nuts. But uh, it, and it's nice. It's beautiful. I can't complain. I'm very lucky. I wanted to ask you about. Um, your interview technique i don't know if it is even you think of it as a technique it's kind of this wonderful disarming way of being able to ask these incredibly difficult questions i mean is that something that you are aware you're so brilliant of doing or is it just something that kind of you fell upon when you started doing the podcast i mean uh it's a gift and um <laughs> it's a gift i was given by a, a, a shaman when i was five <laughs> And uh, no, I don't. I I, the, I edit them. That's the secret. Okay. I'm, um, you know, not a great interviewer. I don't. You think. are. Well, no, because I keep the good bits and I get rid of the bits where I'm absolutely terrible. Which is why I don't do too many live, live ones. Oh, well, we don't know I'm if we'll ever get booked again. But you know, it's been fun. <laughs> because yeah. it's difficult. I mean, it is. It's nice to 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 be with the audience. But I like the intimacy, listening back. Yeah. And the facility for uh, yeah editing out all the all the kind of slightly more dreary bits. I feel like you, I mean, I, and forgive me because we only started the podcast last year, but I forgive you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we have been doing it for nearly a year now. You've been doing it for a good four years, I think, or nearly. And at that time, because I don't think I knew about podcasts then, we. Like, why did you decide to start a podcast? Had there been one that you'd listened to? Well, me and Joe, my comedy wife, used yeah. to do podcasts years ago. Okay. Uh, we started doing one in about 2006 or 2007. But, like, not many people were doing it then, no. are they? There was... Uh, uh, we, we used to be on a, a radio station called XFM in XFM, London. yeah. And we took over... When Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant went off to do the second series of The Office, mm -hmm. they had a Saturday morning show and we filled in for them. And so we ended up doing a regular show after that. But Ricky and Stephen had one of the first and most successful podcasts back in the day. And so we sort of followed on from, from them. I didn't know what a podcast was. I was like my dad or, you know, an old person when you talk about podcasts and they say, what is it exactly? I don't really, That's you know, like there's you that initial phase where you're like, either. what's the point? It's, it's like the first time you see an iPad or something. You think, do you remember when an iPad came out and everyone was like, what is the point of an iPad? Yeah. Why do we need an iPad? And now it seems like, oh yeah, it's an iPad. It's for the stuff you can't do with a laptop and it's convenient for these reasons. And, and it's, the podcast is the same sort of thing. It does occupy a unique space that really, there, there was nothing like that before. Yeah. And uh, it needed to exist. I really like it as a medium, because obviously you can do so much. You can say things mm. that you could never say on yeah, the radio. And you can have fun with it and talk at length and have the kinds of conversations that are, are more like real conversations between friends, mm. you know. So I always liked it, and then I loved doing them with Joe. I did one at XFM with Joe, and then one at Six Music. Mm. And the response to those was much better than anything we'd ever got like there's much more of a connection with the people that listened than there ever was when we did a tv show right. or when i did live stuff or anything like that you know i really like how intimate how close you feel to the people who do podcasts that you enjoy you know does it feel like a job now that it's kind of such a success no no i really like doing it and it's hard work yeah You've got to keep doing it. It takes ages to edit them and things like that. And I do the jingles and that takes a while. Yeah, the jingles is like, yeah. it's a big thing. 
well, for you. Well, everyone like talks about people want them to buy as well. Like somebody was saying, they say that, but they are available to buy, and nobody <laughs> buys them. <laughs> Jesse, I think we should pay him to do a jingle for us. I, I, yeah, yeah, I think we should pay you to well, do Well, we one. could, could we do a duet at some point? Oh my God, yeah. So I, I'll write some stupid stuff and you do can I sing on it. Do I have to do it. a silly voice? No, no, you've got a <laughs> nice voice, so you could oh, sing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm really up for that. Okay, that would be okay. amazing. Yeah, right, we'll do Imagine that. if we get the, we, we've got yeah. the, my dad wrote a porno, we've got this explains explicit blah, 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 and all the good stuff, and then we're going to have Adam Buxton. It's just like we're yeah. taking all the, it's like yeah. the buffet. But if I wrote, if I wrote like a jingle that was gently taking the mick out of what you do yeah i'm so up for that <laughs> okay good very very much would you be able to do bvs and sing on it too sure because i, I feel like that's essential. i would insist that's essential are you thinking that ours would be guitar or synth no i'm like i'd be like brian eno whenever he works with a band he always lays down a, a bv track because he wants to like he likes adding a part of himself in there as well you know what I oh, mean so, okay brilliant you haven't asked about his table worst table oh manner. yes no we will this will yeah worst table manner what is your worst table manner apart from throwing tomatoes at our guests that is pretty bad um I, I guess it is hassling my teenage sons and demanding that they make polite conversation when they have no intention of doing so around the dinner table yeah they sat there I, I don't think it's okay for one of my sons to sit there with his head in his hands. Um, Why? Because he's so depressed he, being at dinner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because he is at that point with the most boring people in the world. No, I no think he's it, like, give me foie gras, please. Yeah, please, yeah. no more <laughs> tuna and tomato ketchup. <laughs> but my, my, most, my worst thing is a boring, obvious one, which is the people on devices. And okay. uh, I don't mind... I don't like it's okay for the device. I understand that people are intimately connected to their devices. Mm. I don't mind them being on the table. Some people don't even want to see them. I mean, Adam, you did bring a laptop I and a phone a laptop, on us. Yeah. So, <laughs> to our table manners. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's not cool. But, but certainly people just are texting away. No. No. I think that's totally off. Don't uh, you? Uh, yes, I, well, I you, definitely you, have you made You just wonder about people's relationships. They go out for dinner together and you see a couple and they're both on their phones and you just think, what's going on there? It must be so depressing. Well, or, or you just see couples who are older and they're, they're not that generation, but they sit there in silence. And oh, that's talk. always brilliant yeah. too. It's so sad, Is it sad it? though? Maybe yeah. they've just reached a point where they're so comfortable with each other. They've just run out of things to say. They've run out and they're just relaxed and they're just like... Yeah, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. <laughs> and that's, uh, I hope you don't mind. And they're like, no, I'm fine. I'm not going to talk to you either. Let's just, let's just sit here. I can't, I, I love to watch them though, it, like the awkward couples in restaurants yeah. to see what they're thinking kind of when they're silenced. Maybe they're so comfortable that they just, yeah, exactly. Because people do get very judgy about those. Like I, I was just the other day with, with some friends and my pal Garth looked over and said, oh, I hope I'm not like that when, when I'm 70. Just sitting there, not saying a word to each other. That's sad. And I gave him the same speech that I just gave you. Like, maybe it's not. Maybe they're fine with it. Yeah. And I think people get judgmental because they, they fear it. You know, they fear like, you fear maybe you. I'd reach that point and there would be bad reasons why yeah. I wasn't talking to my yeah, partner, partner. You know what I mean? But I think, don't worry about it. You'll be all right. Yeah get a nice bit of silence. I can't see any of our dinners together. <laughs> they're never silent. No, they're never silent. No. They're always rowdy. Aren't your family meals rowdy? No. 
Do you, do you expressing have, do, opinions? No, not really. We always start, anyone who comes into our family always thinks we're arguing with each other. Okay. And it's not, it's how we that's communicate. All, that's yeah. the kind of family that I always wanted to be part Did of. Did you? Yeah, but yeah. it was never like that. You can come around for dinner and right. Friday night uh, dinner, we just yeah. won't give you any of the food that we offer today and we'll yeah. just give you ketchup yeah. and okay. chips. Um, Adam Buxman, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for being Thanks our for guinea me. pig for the live podcast. Thank you so much. Nice to meet um, you. Yeah. Thank you. I think everyone Thank has enjoyed much. it so much. Sorry Thank if you. I hit you with a tomato. Mum, I'm knackered. I need sustenance, darling, after that. that. How many people were there? It was brimming out the tent. They said that that was the biggest crowd they've had all weekend. I hope we didn't disappoint. I have no idea. They stayed. I couldn't speak at some stages. I think it was, you know, Adam Buxton is such a pro and it was so nice to have him on. And I just think that he was very kind to us with it being our first live podcast experience. So, I mean, I think he said later the salmon was really lovely. I was just teasing about not eating. I just think that's his shtick, isn't it? I think he helped us out and everyone seemed to love when the cherry tomatoes were flung into the audience. So there you go. I don't think he likes food very much. He definitely was the least foodie person we've ever had on. But that was kind of brilliant. Yeah, it was. It was good. Um, Thank you so much, Latitude, for being... Um, being confident enough to let us accommodating I think yeah accommodating and confident that we could do the job we hope we didn't disappoint it has been quite fun and a bit mad and thank you of course to Adam Buxton who I have followed his podcast and think he is just such an interesting brilliant man and wonderful wonderful interviewer so um and mum we have banked a jingle you know happened though yeah we have but my microphone kept drooping okay. it kept <laughs> And I had to keep on lifting it up. It kept on going down, so I kept on going like that. How did you find having an audience in front of you? It didn't even phase me. Yes, darling, come here. Ah, ah. Can you say something more than ah? Can you say thank you, Adam? Thank you. Standing over there Don't you know that's Lenny and Jesse Ware? Lenny and Jesse Ware There, there, there Over there They both got hair and both eat food and both have underwear Lenny, 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 Lenny Jesse, 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 Jesse Warehouse, 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 warehouse What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.